podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleMania Week here at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Hi everyone and welcome to another WrestleMania Week edition of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Uh, I'm your host Stephen Louch and today we're going to be looking at the the world of shows that have grown around WrestleMania. So WrestleMania, since it became a big city and a full weekend attraction, there's been a number of companies have started to run shows alongside the main big event to take advantage of. All the wrestling fans are travelling to be in that location and potentially get some new eyes on the product. We're now seeing that grow to the point where I think you could probably go from breakfast on Thursday when this is being recorded all the way through to WrestleMania night and then on to the next day with been able to go from show to show to show with no breaks from a variety of different companies and things like podcasts being held and QAs. It's just, it's a wrestling fan maker. Even if you're like myself, your interest isn't deeply into WWE, there's lots of things you could be going to see the full weekend. Today, I am joined by two new voices to the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet world. I am joined firstly by Daz Carding. Daz, hello. Hi, Stephen. Hi everyone. How are you today? I'm very good, mate. Very good. Looking forward to speaking about one of my most biggest passions, wrestling. So it's going to be good. Uh, that's why I've got you. And you'll be joined today by David Armstrong. David, how are Hello. you? Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm very well. Are you looking forward to today? Very much so. Yeah. And cool. Right. We'll get started. And the main match that's caught my attention across WrestleMania weekend is the ultimate grudge match between the two alpha males of the Bullet Club of Cody Rhodes. Well, it's Cody, don't call him Rhodes, <laughs> and Kenny Omega. It is a real clash of two very different ideologies. Cody, if he's coming through the, the WWE system, then deciding he wanted to go away and do his own thing. And with all credit to him, he's really improved from what I'd initially seen in carved his own path. Then we've got Kenny Omega, a man who was in Deep South Wrestling, I believe, and then decided that it wasn't a world for him, used some contacts to get himself over to Japan, and then he's built a career, but he's built himself up to being the five-star match wrestling machine against a variety of different opponents. It's a feud that we've seen come through a, a different medium, and mostly the story of it has been through the, the Young Bucks and Kenny's Being the Elite uh, YouTube series, which I highly recommend anybody goes and checks out just to see the character twists and developments that have come through. But really, I think when this match hit the mainstream was uh, uh, with the match last year that finished in a draw between Kenny Omega and uh, Kazuki Akada, and we seen Cody appear at ringside, threatening to throw in the towel to to gesture as being Kenny's submission. We then seen that move on to the 
New Japan event in Long Beach, California, where we've seen Kenny come out and threaten to return the favour and Cody's match against Okada. Then we've just seen them butt heads a number of times and it's now come to a head. Um, I don't want to steal all the chat around it. So, uh, Darren, what's been your thoughts on both of this match and how are you looking forward to it this weekend? I'm looking at it thinking it's a bit of jealousy from Cody. I think he's jealous of what Kenny's got with the Young Bucks. Yeah. It's kind of thing, like, he's... I don't think it's he wants to be the leader of the Bullet Club. It's more he wants the Young Bucks' sole attention on him. And that Kenny, get rid, get rid. But I think it's they're both at the top of their game at the moment. Like you said, with Cody coming out of WWE, he was a bit, what are we going to expect? What are we going to get from Cody? But he's come on leaps and bounds. He's probably one of the best independent wrestlers at the moment. Him and below Omega in my eyes. But I mean, the two it's definitely a star match. Even probably bigger than some of the matches on WrestleMania, in my opinion. I don't know about you two. Yeah, I'd agree. I think what you're saying is an interesting point about it's more about Cody wanting to get. So it's almost as if anybody who's got any siblings or know when someone sees you playing with a toy and they want it, and that's the way I've seen this being, is that Cody doesn't particularly want anything. He just doesn't want anybody else to have it. So he can have it and put it to the side. Uh, David, what's your thoughts on this? Just the same as you, now. Wrote a few notes to say that just that I was watching a few things and I think Cody's been as a WWE refer them to superstars. I've been watching a few of the promos towards all the actual feud and Cody's been referring to himself as a superstar and I think that's kind of annoyed Omega more. Yeah. And the whole fact we Cody manipulating the Bucks to go heavyweight so that he could face Kenny and Abushi because they had reunited their Golden Lovers. Yeah. And the fact that uh, during that match that, that you could see Kenny hesitating, as we spoke about the other day, and then is it Nick or Matt, the one he's got in the ho- in the move? In uh, the one Matt, it was Matt that had Matt, in the, yep, in the one ring danger. Yeah, and he hesitates because he knows there is like, there his boys. That was yep. amazing, by the way, when Matt like stopped him, was like, "Do it, do it." That's do the it. thing that kind of that shows this feud doesn't just mean a lot to Cody and. Omega, it's mean a lot to all of them because they don't want to take sides. Yeah, it's, it's really been something where it's it's really got a lot of people involved in the story. It's not a one-dimensional, oh, I don't like you, I don't like you. We've seen others dragged into it. So we'd seen, so going back to give people a bit of history, maybe not follow the story in full, we've seen last year a change in the, the Bullet Club with the, um, the departure of Adam Cole to NXT. Um, we've seen Marty Scurll come in and then Marty's been very much Team Kenny and seen Kenny as being this ultimate leader but then we've seen Cody pulling at him to say no actually you should do your own thing about why don't you have your own your own villain club um, then we've seen uh, Adam Hangman Page we've seen him be very much on the side of Cody being probably one of the few that's actually staked a a strong stake in the ground to say, no, this is definitely the side that I'm on. Yeah. You've seen the Bucks have tried to keep friendly on both sides. We've seen the Tongans on the New Japan side um, have basically been quite indifferent to it. Kind of split off seen of Kenny. their yeah. own kind of like, I don't know how you call it, like a chapter of the Bullet Club as such. Yeah, because I, yeah. I was going to reference that, but they had a match. It was Cody and Marty. Versus yeah. the Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah, at Long Beach. They were, saying, they were trying to say, oh, they want him in Team, uh, team Cody. Uh, yeah. Not Tamatonga, what's the other one called? 
Well, yeah, I watched it was Tamatonga who said um if we were picking a side that wouldn't be yours. Right. Yeah, and then the during the match, Cody goes to hit Tamatonga with the crossroads and he acts and uh, he reverses it and hits Cody with the crossroads. Weird yeah. question boys, but who if you had to pick, are you team Cody or team Ken? If you were in the bullet club. Uh, not to give too much away because I don't want to predict, predict beyond it, but I like not seeing kind of where this story is going. Um, on it, you could, I think you could see the points of either side because yeah. some of the, I think what's been really good about Cody is, and this is often said in wrestling, is the best bad guys are the ones who believe that they're right. Yeah, yeah. And there's been a lot of stuff that Cody's said that has been, that you could actually, well, he's got a point there. He talks about, well, Young Bucks, you always go out and uh, corner Kenny in all these big matches. When does he ever come out and support you in your corner? Exactly. Or um, talking about how he wants the best matches and what he's trying to do for other people and Cody talking about um, what he brings and the fact that he is, for, for all the things we've seen about um, how Kenny Omega is like this big match machine and has the best matches and gets the five-star ratings. And still, if you look on the likes of social media, Cody is the super is the superstar of that group. Yeah, he's the guy with the following. He's the guy that gets attention. There's a reason that they've started sharing the being the elite videos via Cody's Twitter and Cody's Facebook because the other ones with the most eyes. They're still, although they're much revered, the likes of the Bucks and Omega and the internet wrestling community that we're all part of. They're still the guy with the, the biggest attention yeah. and the biggest star. He'll still is have Cody. like loads of people keeping an eye on him that were fans of him in WWE. Yeah. So he, uh, he's got bigger outreach as such, where Kenny's just got indie and New Japan fans, where Cody's yeah. known every, not everywhere, but everywhere in the wrestling world, if you get what I mean. Yeah, even if you don't say Cody, if you say the name Rhodes, yeah, exactly. it's got enough of a lineage yeah. with uh, yeah. Goldust and, and Dusty that it's, it's a name that gets attention. Well, there's always people saying they would like to see the way Cody is back in WWE, because... I, I remember when they first left, like, if you were in Evolve, that was kind of mm. your pathway to WWE. And that's where he was kind of getting booked when he first left. So people yep. didn't really know if he was, like, gone completely. Yeah, if he was now, still yeah, part of But now, being in the Bullet Club and everything, obviously his time from WWE is done. But I'm sure one day probably will go back. And, yeah, and it's thinking, to put a Scottish reference on it, he's very much doing it... Uh, a Drew Galloway. Yeah. He's stepping away. He was at a point, although his was through choice, he's went away. He's seen it where this is a new opportunity. He could very easily have just went out and coasted and been stardust on your family shows or came back and done Cody and got another run and um, used that fame he already had, but he's not. He's took it. He's done different. He's now getting more people involved. He's probably the name in the group that's got the likes of all the Bullet Club merch, etc., into your hot topics and creating pop vinyls. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a big name to hang on to and say, right, this guy's got that means, and he knows how the WWE machine works. So all the things that went and all the training he's had from his dad that he was very close with, then it is a different way to, he knows how to promote. Oh, and that's where I think we've really seen him come on leaps and bounds since he's got involved, is that he's really brought that business side to them as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think so, the fact that, see, like, when he was in WWE, just before he departed, he didn't, that's the reason he departed, because he felt he wasn't getting used right. Uh, just when he was departing, he wasn't getting used properly, he thought. He could have went down the Stu Bennett route and done the acting. 
because obviously he's got experience with doing the arrow. Yeah. But obviously he's wanted to go and make a name for himself. Well, we've seen him continue to do that as well. He's still doing stuff with Arrow. He's got Stephen Amell brought into shows. I know they're, they're promoting their own show in uh, September, the Holland show. Yeah, so that's them then using that next step of of being well-known as then tying into the, the Stephen Amell um, celebrity side as well. That's so uh, came into the Cody and Kenny feud as well, the all-in uh, pay-per-view that they're yeah. trying to with the bear, yeah, we've seen the angle where Code, uh, Kenny had revealed himself. So I think with the, t- the time we just talked on that, there it is t- to me, and I think we'll, I'll agree there. It's probably the biggest match, non WWE match of the weekend, and to two of us, at least on here, that we've said it's the one that we're most looking forward to. So before we finish up, then who's our predictions? Uh, who do you think will win, Dan? I'm gonna go Kenny. Kenny's, yeah, he's. I don't mean to sound a bit of a loser, but I'm a Kenny fanboy, so no one but Kenny for me. Kenny for the win. David? Kenny. I'm going to go, I'm going to go against Green. I'm going to go Cody. Ooh, controversial. Um, It's Cody's home territory, and just with how I see, that's another show for another time, but how I see this story going, I don't think it concludes this weekend. I think there's a, a 10-man tag at the end of the month that has all the Bullet Club and the Bushy in it, right. um, which is where I think we see the next yeah, step. I just feel yeah. that the matches that Cody's had with all the Bullet Club, he's won them. Yeah. So I just think that, obviously, the way I see wrestling, if somebody's got that momentum getting a big match, they go to lose. So that's well, I, I see it. This has been the bragging rights. What's better than being the, the sneaky guy who's causing all the bother than the sneaky guy who's causing all the bother who's got the win behind him? I hope so, you're right, Stephen, because... Hopefully it continues for when New Japan comes to the UK. Yeah. The end of month uh, week, so us UK fans can get to see, hopefully Cody, if he's running riot in the Bullet Club, I know I think Kenny's not coming, but... Yeah, but Kenny. Aye. Um, but, but, but then saying that, when watching New Japan shows where people talk about getting an authentic New Japan experience, an authentic New Japan show has got Chase Owens, has got David Finlay, has got Jeff oh, Robinson. Yeah. They're the guys you see every show. Um, there's other guys who are coming in out of um, the different faces so just while well, we're talking about the Supercard of Honor because I didn't actually name it when I began so Supercard of Honor 12 what are the other matches that you guys are looking forward to seeing on that show when you go does I think because I'm, I'm a big fan of the Briscoes I'd like to see the Briscoes against Lethal and the New Japan Ace Tanahashi any for you David uh, coming for experience Watching them once, there's actually one that we seen at uh, in ECW was it Jonathan Gresman versus yep. Chuck Taylor. I think that'll be a very underrated one just because right. how good he was at when we seen him live, and I know Chuck Taylor's very good as well. But yourself, well, for me, um, again, I'm quite high on the and the main match that is there. Um, the other one for me is. Page and Bushy because they've been the supporting players in the battle for uh, between Kenny and Cody. They've been the ones in the tag matches. They've been the ones doing the saving or the attacking. Um, and then you've got the world title match as well. You've got uh, Marty Scurll against Dalton Castle, uh, two wrestlers who I think are probably amongst the peak of what I would call character wrestlers, people who really know who they are, what works for them and their character and uh, different styles and flamboyancy in their own ways that I think will bring something out in each other as well. Oh, awesome. 
there's another couple there. I get re- recommend everyone check out. You've got uh, Ring of Honor uh, World, so you can check out their shows on demand there. Um, and their shows also available on the, the Fight Network app as well. Lots to look out for there. So the next one I'm going to go on to is one that's a bit different, and it's Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. So this is a show that is pinfall. There's no pinfalls. It's knockout or submission only. And it's got some very unique matches on it. And the one that I'm going to fo- kind of focus on mainly for this show is one that just recently got changed because it's due to an injury to Loki. So it's supposed to be Loki against ex-USE wrestler Matt Riddle. With My favourite wrestler ever. Yep. Uh, if you recommend, you will see if you're listening to this, you've probably got into it via Twitter. And you'll see, if you link to Dazzy's Twitter account, you'll see many pictures of them comparing their abs with each other. Um, but he's now <laughs> he's now facing a, a different challenge, um, and one that I'm quite excited by because one of my finds from getting into New Japan this year has been finding about Minoru Suzuki, who is probably one of the most frightening people I've ever seen, not even just in a wrestling ring, but just when you see him in real life, I'm a follower of his Instagram. He's a very stylish man, but hell of a frightening as well. Oh yeah, you'd and cross the road if he was coming on, coming in front of you. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd cross continents. If I was in America right now, I'd be in a boat or a plane just to take away that element of risk. So, so if he's a nice two... for the tour, you, you'll be going on holiday, I take it. I know. It's, I think the advice they give on uh, the commentary is look at him but not in the eyes just look in his direction and try to keep your head down and bowed and avoid any issues you can there so Matt Riddle somebody we've seen across Scotland quite regularly last year so seen him in Lakes Discovery even in a tiny hall um, in Shortlands for source wrestling um, we've, and I've seen him in Deniston as well so really? he's someone it's not always he's got this pedigree um, it looks like an absolute god of a man, um, and he it's does a beautiful have, man, beautiful man, and a lovely person as well. He's always got timing, um, just totally just takes all the attention for his fans as well. I guess against this absolute freaking terror in Minoru Suzuki. So, um, just give me your thoughts on both wrestlers, guys. So Darren first. Well, as you probably just heard, I'm a bit of a creep for Matt Riddle, but he is like David said, he's a good-looking guy, he's the nicest guy in the world, but don't let that mistake in you, because he could legitimately put you in hospital. If he wanted to, he could do this, and his chops and kicks. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in Suzuki's shoes, but then again, I wouldn't want to be in Riddle's shoes, facing Suzuki, because like Stephen said, he's an absolute monster of a guy, so it's going to be probably one of the best matches on the independent shows. I know Ring of Honor is kind of independent, but the proper yeah. shows, I think it'll be one of the most brutal matches you'll see all weekend. And I, I think, so before I come to you, David, I think it's a match that you could put on any card. They oh, yeah. are both that good, although they're on a smaller show. If you put this in a WrestleMania, they would entertain a crowd yeah. there. If you put it in a Ring of Honor, if you took it into the Tokyo Dome, these are two guys you really just want to see. And with Not only, rules, it's, yeah, it completely, it's going to be something totally different. They're not yeah. going to be looking to get the guys on the mat to get a pinfall. They're going to be looking to get yeah. them on the ground to make them tap or if snap if yeah. they need to, you know. 
Yeah, because Suzuki's got his background as well. He's been playing a bit of pancreas in the early two yeah. thousands, so he's faced like the Shamrocks, etc. He's had his time as a forty nine year old man with a wealth experience behind him, and probably having the best year in his career at the moment. Yeah. Uh, David, any thoughts on this match? Uh, just that it's as you said, it's like no pinfalls or anything, so and it's going to be really brutal. And the thing is, it's the first card of the week weekend, so it's going to set the tone for. Matt Riddle fighting in other cards. Yep. So as much as it's going to be brutal, they'll still need to watch themselves because obviously they've got so much going on at yep. the week. Um, just on this, this will be a card that's already happened um, because you'll be listening to this hopefully on Friday when it gets uh, released. So you can go back and watch this on demand um, and just see the insanity. There's other matches on that card as well. So it's, it's GC, the card itself is called GCW Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. And you've got other matches as well, such as also MMA fighter Tom Lawler um, against probably one of the most intimidating wrestlers on the European scene, or Big Daddy Walter. Also in there, so you've got things like Martin Stone versus Masada, um, and Nick Gage, um, a very well-known um, CCW violent deathmatch type wrestler against the wrestling machine that is Timothy Thatcher so that's a real clash of styles and worlds on that card as well so definitely if you're looking for an alternative this would be one of the first places I'd go looking for something a bit more gritty and earthed and again and it does have that you'll get to see a legend of MMA and Attitude Era Wrestling Dan the B7 uh, against Chris Dickinson, who I admit I don't really know, but I did enjoy his dad, David, on Barkingham. <laughs> so our focus now goes to some of the UK companies. So we've seen a number of UK companies have moved over to running matches. Um, and the first one is Progress Wrestling. So arguably the UK's leading independent at present with um, the number of cards and variety that they're putting on in the UK. They're touring Australia. They're doing the shows in America. And later on this year, they've got big cards running um, in Manchester in June and then uh, Wembley Arena in September, I believe. Yeah. So this is their trip across. So just co- conscious of time, I'm not going to run through every match on this card. There's a, nah. there's, a, there's a number of matches announced. There's a number of wrestlers announced that are not in matches yet. Um, so just like to ask the panel, what are a couple of your favourite matches from this card? Well, Progress is probably my favourite promotion worldwide. So, but I mean, and to see them getting a chapter show in America is pretty impressive because usually when they do shows elsewhere, they're just, kind of like a ha- what a house show would be so to yep. see them actually having the chapter show is pretty massive, impressive but the match I think I'm most looking forward to on chapter 66 is Pete Dunne versus Flash Morgan Webster versus Mark Andrews because they've known each other since they were trainees, they've come through all these different motions, Fight Club Pro Attack and now to be able to show America how good those three are and how good they'll work together, I think it'll be definitely steal the show on that card, 100% What about you David? Yeah, I was just looking there, uh, Matt Riddle versus Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. Well, be absolutely, that'll be brutal as well. And uh, what is it, you bastard match? Yeah. Yep. It's his name, so we can uh, use that word here. Yeah. That's uh, that's for a title shot, I'm sure. Yeah, anywhere yep. in the world. Anywhere in yep. the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a... Uh, It'll be interesting to see who actually wins it then, because it's just Chris Brooks that's the regular. Yep. 
sometimes where and when that happens, it's kind of obvious that you would think Chris Brooks would win it. I just yeah. think progress is usually against the grain with things like that. Like they do pop up these surprises. Like I know when Matt Riddle won the Atlas title against Rampage Brand, he wasn't a regular in the UK, and yeah. just, he got the belt. So I mean, never say never, never say never, never say never. Um, there's a couple of interesting ones in there um, for me in that match so um, you've got Jeff Cobbs in there um, you've got Ricky Shane Page who's a name I hear talked about a lot but I've not seen very much of um, we've seen Joey Janela before in progress pulling off the amazing spot with the monkey flip on a chair that lands on its feet um, I wouldn't, I think I've seen that attempted to be replicated since and just completely failed Um Another match that's on here that it really it kind of caught my attention to is we've seen um, as a last chance opportunity for Mustache Mountain against the Progress Tag Champs and the Grizzled Young Bets of Gibson and Drake. Um, this is now one that all four, I believe, are now under WWE contracts. Yeah, you're and right. Also, seen Mustache Mountain are in the UK, um, not the UK, so the, the, the NXT Tag Tournament. Yeah. Um, uh, access that we'll be moving on to so this is one that's got a lot of matches in it, so Progress as well I've got a show the following day um, there's only a couple of matches announced for that so far, we've got a Atlas, I'm not sure if it is for the title or not, but you've got Walter against the recent New Japan Cup winner It's and for Zach the Saber number Jr. one contender for the Progress title Is it for the, for the Progress title? Yeah, not the just the, right no, so no. I'll be one there um, and then we've got Will Osprey and Austin Fury, who's certainly putting on some high flying performances across. Just in terms of just, just in terms of time, because um, we are trying to keep these shows bite sized for everyone to be able to. Another show I just want to quickly draw attention to is the Joey Janela Spring Break, which we've seen last year. Just put out some really ridiculous matches and we've seen returns to in amongst all these indie people we've seen the likes of Marty Jannetty turn up and last year we've seen Matt Riddle against Dan Severn which this is just year, a complete clash of the, the eras of wrestler uh, MMA wrestler or sorry, wrestler turned MMA wrestler turned wrestler again check um, it out so, because you've got Matt Riddle versus James Ellsworth <laughs> yeah <laughs> and which has got a cracking video I recommend for anyone who um, <laughs> wants to check it or check out the um, either of their Twitter accounts has certainly linked it or retweeted it to see a real build up between someone elsewhere coming out of the WWE system and Matt Riddle's complete indifference to him as a performer and a wrestler. Um, so that's definitely one to go and check out as well. So just to wrap up, We've just talked there for a good 20-odd minutes about all the independent wrestling that's on. But WWE have then announced this week a number of things that look to be trying to counteract it. So they've announced a number of standalone matches, um, but they've also put on a couple of tournaments to determine some contenders for the NXT titles. So NXT at the moment has the... There's a tournament, firstly, to determine a contender for the UK Championship, currently held by Pete Dunne. And he's in a match on Saturday night at TakeOver. So there's a couple of UK representation in there. The match uh, in the first round, we've got Mark Andrews against, the, as I mentioned earlier recently, WWE signs Zach Gibson. Um, is there any other matches in the first round of that that's coming out to you guys? Buddy Murphy versus Leo Rush. 
earlier. I quite like the look of Dan Matha and Drew Gulak. I've seen Dan Matha on the Indies. Now, again, Gulak's just an amazing personality at the moment, so I'd say that one. Yeah, it's, been, it's certainly been one of the shining lights of the resurgence of 205 Live as a show, and getting a character really to kind of go out and think Buddy Murphy as well. Um, then we've got the so there's the first match for the NXT North American title on Saturday night. Then on the Sunday they're going to be blessed with the with their first defense, which I'm sure they'll really be looking forward to after a multi-man ladder match. So the match for me was the our first Scotsman of our discussion so far, where we see Wolfgang against Hideo Otami, which I think's just bizarre for anybody to think of eighteen months ago that we would see the former Kenta against uh, a Scottish staple in Wolfgang yeah. at a WWE tournament at a WrestleMania weekend. It's still just, I don't know, I can't work it out. Um, any other matches in there jumping out to anyone? Well, see, you were saying that's the Sunday. See, on the Saturday, there is a singles match. It's Keith Lee versus Cassie Sono. For the Evolve title. No, that's in the WWE Access. Yeah, but it's for the Evolve title. Sorry, the way I've got it on the screen, it just it doesn't say what it's for. It's just announced. Yeah, Sorry, aye. Aye, they're fighting for the Evolve, the WWN title, which I don't think is the actual Evolve title, but it's the second one they hold. That would be really good. If I'm right, I'm guessing Chris Dijak is Donovan Dijak? Yeah. But if it yeah. is, then him against Davari, that I think that's, that. apart from Wolfgang and Atami, I think, Dijak and Davari because Davari as well he as a character he might not be a highlight but as a wrestler I really like him in 205 yeah certainly one there so just on that North American title then uh, what are people's thoughts on the design Dan mm. I know we spoke before that you'd wanted to mention that I think it's quite a classy looking belt first look when I saw it on just screenshots but someone upon like a rumour site as and it looks a bit ugly, but looking at it with in the video with Triple H, but I, I think it looks quite classy. And one, if I was, if I could afford it, I'd probably look at maybe collecting that along with the UK title. They're both <laughs> they're both the best belts I think in WWE. Yeah, um, I, I agree. When I first seen the pictures of it, I thought it looked like a nineteen sixties relic, but now I've seen it, it is quite. It does still have quite a throwback look to it, but it's quite distinctive. It's got it's quite clear. They've not got the the bedazzling that some of the other belts have got. Um, and it has got quite a distinctive look and a different, I think it's like a brown strap in it as well, it just makes, again it's just making things stand out by being different because I was, when I seen this announced wasn't a big fan of, I didn't think NXT needed another belt for an hour long show when the UK title is currently being defended on it as being a, almost an NXT type title with the defences Pete Dunne's had but if we are, if the rumours have started back up again that UK is going to go off and do its own thing again with the number of signings that are being suggested is going to be coming in to do a UK show, then there's something else for it. Then there's it's the... Kind of, the belt's kind of boxing looking, if you know what I mean. I just find that the colours yeah. can I make it look like a boxing belt. Yeah, it's got a different shape to it as well. Then we've got the tag tour- tournament. I'm just going to run through these guys. So we've got UK representation and Chet Seven and Tyler Bate going against uh, Tino Sabatelli and Roderick Moss. Um, so they're the, the UK names that are in there. And then in the NXT Women's t- uh, Championship Invitational, we've got Scotland's own Nikki Cross is in there. And then, like we'd all agreed beforehand, the, the standout match of that first round is looking to be Peyton Royce versus Candice LeRae. 
Yeah. Yep. So that's a run through. There is so much more. I do advise everyone to go and have a look at all the other things that are going to be happening across the whole weekend. There's not just these matches. It's not just WWE. There's a whole world of wrestling. It's a proper golden time that we live in. Um, there's other shows on with the likes of Evolve. Um, many, many others that you'll be seeing. Um, Red Pro. Red Pro. Um, again, are running shows there as well. Honestly, we really couldn't do it a the whole of the scene justice in this amount of time. So do recommend everyone goes out, have a look, and then let us know on the, the show's social media account. So you'll get us at, at Suplex Retweet on Twitter and at, at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Facebook, where you can let us know your thoughts and comments. Is there anything else anybody thinks that they should be watching? Darren, you're the I one th- there. I think you should watch the clash between Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan, or as he's known on this show, because Impact versus Lucha Underground, Jeremiah Crane. Yeah. I quit match after all the shenanigans that's happened with them too. I think you'd be silly not to watch that. Yeah. So there is a number of shows that are going across the weekend, but really won't do it justice here. And um, we're trying to fit everyone in. This is just to give you a flavour and encourage everyone to go and have a look and see what other shows and promotions are out there in this wonderful golden age of wrestling that we live in and the number of things you could see. So let us know on social media at uh, Suplex Retweet on Twitter at, and then Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Facebook. Let us know, comment, join in and let us know your thoughts on anything you think we've missed and then we'll make sure the rest of the world gets to see it when they go in and read our updates. I'd like to say a big thank you to our two guests today. Um, firstly, uh, Daz Carding. Daz, where can people find you on you can find me on Twitter. Find me on Twitter at, at Salopian Lama, which is S A L O P I A N L A M A. And David, the same, just on Twitter. It's Armstrong with two G's at the end and nineteen ninety six. This has been Eat Sleep Suplex Retweets, non WWE shows preview show. I've been Stephen Louch. It's been an absolute pleasure, and you will hear from me soon. Thank you, everyone, and. Tune in to our next show, which will be on Saturday, which is the NXT preview show. Then on Monday, we'll have a mini recap show of the um, Quick Mania thoughts and predictions for what you might see on uh, Raw and SmackDown, which is normally the big build shows for who's getting the call-ups. And then on Wednesday, there'll be a long for our usual long-form show live at 5.30 on SharkCloudFusion.com. Uh, and you will find on there where we break down some of the results and go through all the things we've seen coming out of Ron Smackdown and where that'll take WWE in the year ahead. So thank you again from myself, Darren and David and tune in, keep it subscribed, listen and enjoy the show. Thanks all. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.